sorry about that. Technical difficulties, as you might have heard over here on Nathan's side of the pond. Uh, but we're ready to start now. It's 11 a.m. on the EST, which means that it's time for another BitMart AMA, bringing you the latest and greatest projects in the crypto market, even in the middle of this crypto winter, which, my God, baby, it is cold outside. But don't worry about it. It looks like it's going to heat up. In just a few months, maybe weeks time, I guess we can't predict that. But instead of worrying about what it looks like outside, we can stay inside next to the fire here and have a cool fireside chat, which is the way I like to structure these Bitmart AMAs. I've got with me today, and I'm probably going to mispronounce this, but after I'm done with the housekeeping, we can get them to make sure that I that I pronounce this correctly. I know that one of them, David, David is the co-founder. I know that I got that right. And then I think it's Uni, Uni, Uni yeah, there we go, of, of Teleport NFT. So we've got Uni and David of Teleport NFT in the space here. And before I get started talking to them about their project and them listing on BitMart, I have a little bit of housekeeping to do. So if you've listened to these BitMart AMAs before, you know that BitMart likes to reward the listeners of these for being studious students. Studious students? Do people use that? Studious crypto uh, investors of the market because you're getting information and learning about projects kind of ahead of the curve of the general population, especially with projects that are listing exclusively on BitMart or on BitMart for the first time or, you know, just because we love BitMart as an exchange. And so the reward that we're giving out today is 1,000 sport tokens for 20 winners. Um, and I'm not clear here on the doc whether that's 1,000 times 20 or just 1,000 sport token over 20 winners. Regardless, there are some reward tokens here that are being given out. And you're probably wondering, Nathan, why would I want the sport tokens? Why would I want any of this stuff? Well, as I say at the beginning of all these AMAs, that's why we do the AMAs. You got to listen to them, okay? How many times have I been on here saying we're going to give away these tokens and then we have a great hour-long conversation and by the end, you don't only want to win the tokens, you want to go and buy some of these tokens, which you can do on BitMart immediately after this. So we will get into that uh, in just a little bit and to win those sport tokens, all you're going to have to do is follow at BitMart Exchange on Twitter and then go follow the at teleport nft account on twitter as well show them some love retweet the link where you found this spaces tag three friends fill out the google form that we have attached and then you will be in the runnings to win some of those sport tokens but it looks like you know uni and david were here before me so gentlemen thank you for being on time my apologies for being late to the party uni and david are you there? Yes, we're here. Yeah, thank you for yes, the opportunity to, um, Perfect. to the community. Perfect. You know, I really like having um, two uh, project leaders um, on AMAs because it's not that I don't love talking to somebody one-on-one. -on -one. I've just found that when you have two people on and I ask somebody's opinion on something, rarely do does everyone just totally agree. And so you get more of a full and nuanced conversation in kind of that way. So I'm hoping that it's going to be good, gentlemen. And the way that I've structured these AMAs is I actually try and learn as little as I can about the project before I get on the AMAs, which may sound, it may sound like a bad strategy, but I'm going to tell you what the strategy is. I like to 
view this as a fresh listener, kind of like as the audience member, even though I have a lot of experience in crypto and I've been in crypto since 2017. So I want to hear it straight from Uni and David. I want to hear all about the projects about, what their vision is, how they're comparing other projects, this, that, and the other, instead of just reading off of a list of stuff that I found interesting on their website or things like that on their Twitter. Of course, I'm going to be following along, telling you to look at some stuff that they have attached, but I'd like to hear it straight from the source. So that way, me and the audience kind of get an unbiased uh, unbiased version of it. And then that way, I can ask questions from experience. So, uh, gentlemen, that is how it's going to be structured. And at the end, we'll take some listener questions from the audience here. How does that sound? Sounds good. Perfecto. Sounds good. Okay. So the natural question to ask is probably the easiest. What is teleport? And how would you describe it? And perhaps, you know, it's always interesting to know the history of people in crypto. What has led you to this point? Uni or David, you can start. You can talk as long as you want to. I'll never cut you off. Um, Sounds good. Go ahead, Uni. Yeah, so Teleport is a Web3 social platform. So what does that mean? So we're a mobile app that allows you to showcase and create content with with your digital assets that you own, so the NFT that you own. So, you know... When, when you purchase an NFT, you know, it's on open seas or your crypto wallet, you know, what do you do with it? So what Teleport allows you to do is like, connect with your crypto wallet, like your MetaMask or Trust Wallet. And once you, once you connect, so we read it from the blockchain, um, and, then, and then you could create experiences or content with that NFT that you own, and then you can share it in our app or to other social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. And then we're... And what's exciting is that we're called Teleport is because you actually could pop up with also a doorway um, that's called portals. And then you could walk into those portals into like a metaverse, um, 360 real world location like Paris, Tokyo, or a, a, a 360 video could play or a short film. Um, also walk into like a store, even um, 360 live concerts or events. So that's kind of like the gist of it. And how we came up with it was like, you know, when the, pan- the pandemic hit, um, COVID, you know, we couldn't go out, right? So we're like, you know, instead of us going to different locations, what if we bring the locations to us? So then we're like, okay, that, that'd be cool. So that way people could just visit places they couldn't go just because they have, they're locked at home. So that's that's kind of like a little bit of history of, of where Teleport kind of started. Fascinating, fascinating. And I, I just got from uh, one of my team members here that I was mispronouncing the token because it has the cash symbol, or the dollar symbol in front of it. I said sport token. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's port yeah. it's port token, isn't it? Which makes port sense token, now. Yes. <laughs> Which yeah, makes sense token, now. Yes. Now that you're talking about portals. And everyone, if you want to kind of see a good demonstration of this, I'm on teleport.eco, which is your website, gentlemen. And yes. there is a pretty cool, interesting... This reminds me of... I don't know if you guys ever watched Doctor Who or The Twilight Zone. That's what the teleport, the windows kind of remind me of. And so just a, a short summary here from the website. Portals yeah, are doorways. Our doorways. Yeah what, inspired, yeah, what actually inspired us was like actually like the movie Jumpers, where um, with this guy, the character, he actually jumped to different locations. Oh. You know? uh, yeah, I don't know if everybody saw the movie Jumpers, like an old movie. I'm probably like dating myself right now. But, with, uh, <laughs> Chris, Chris, <laughs> Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I, I thought that you were – when you said Jumpers, I thought you were um, – talking about that movie with uh oh gosh i'm blanking on the name as well too i can see it in my mind 
we're not um, we're not going to sit here and wait for me to struggle yeah. through it. But it's interesting. So everyone, if you if you go to teleport.eco, you'll be able to see like a video demonstration of this, and they basically will look like you know imagine like a mirror that you'd have on your bedroom wall or something like that. But they're portals that go into 360 immersive experiences. And the short paragraph here that I'm going to read that kind of sums up what uh, what David just said was. Portals are, are digital gateways to new and exciting virtual and real-world experiences. Inside the portals are virtual spaces that can be 360 images, videos, or live streaming of real-world locations, events, games, or metaverses. Imagine teleporting to the middle of Times Square, Tokyo, Paris, Coachella, Tomorrowland, League of Legends, or Fortnite tournaments, a basketball or football game, or your favorite TV or movie scenes, and more. So this is interesting. Okay, my interest is peaked now. Um, I've been kind of, I don't want to say I've been bearish on the metaverse, but I'm, you know, I live in Colorado, so I'm very big on going outdoors into the actual world. However, when I see something like this and how immersive it is and how crazy it is, I think to myself personally, just as a consumer, I think, yeah, on a rainy day, I do this all day, right? (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, and, and, you know, there's different definition of metaverse, right? So, you know, the metaverse could be a real world metaverse. So, you know, so you could jump into somebody's backyard or living room and experience, you know, virtually also. So, you know, and not just a metaverse where people think of metaverse as like sandbox or Decentraland, right? Yeah, that's an interesting thing to think about. So um, that leads me to like a kind of natural question. And David or Uni, you can always, you know, choose who speaks or you can both speak. Once again, I said, I'll, I'll try to never, ever cut you off. Um, so you said that somebody else can make their own metaverse. Like I'm thinking of, you remember when smartphones came out with the uh, the panorama photos where you're taking like eight photos yep. at a time and you can, it was crazy, yep. you know, five, I don't know, maybe five or seven years ago. Are you saying people can do something like that? Where like, if I want somebody to be in my apartment yeah. right now, I could like take it or video it. And then through this, you could hang out with me in my living room. Yes, exactly. Yep. So, so our portal is actually a ERC 721 NFT. So so once you once you own a portal, so think of portals like the like the land in sandbox or decentraland, right? So once you once you own this portal, inside the portal you could create your own metaverse or meta spaces. So it could be you could say have a three sixty camera and, and get a three sixty um, images or video, or you could use like live peer and go like three sixty live streaming. Um, and also we support like third party software like um, Hyperwar. So Hyper- um, Hyperware allows you to create your own games, and then with that games, they give you like a URL, and then in our mobile app, all you just copy that URL in there, and now people can walk in there and play the game with you inside your portal. Um, we also support like Metaport, so Metaport allows you to do like a, um, a capturing of a digital twin. Let's say if you own a store or um, or school or whatever, you could do a digital twin of your location and plot it. So now when people walk in the portal. Um, they could look at a, a shirt that's in the store to click on it. It could play a video or it could link to your e-commerce site like Amazon or Shopify. Um, so that's that's what Portal is pretty much in our teleport ecosystem. Yeah, and, and just to add on to to kind of bring it back into the NFT space, uh, when you create when you log into the app and create your account, it's through you'd have to verify your wallet. So you, when you create an account, you're not using your email or your phone number. You're using your your crypto wallet. And once you do that, it basically our app will just read what's on there. So any NFTs that are in your wallet, you can um, augment into your portal as well. So 
you can create a completely customized experience with all your NFTs. You can place your NFTs in your room on your wall. Like, you know, if we're going back to your, you know, if you make a 360 of your room, you can kind of put all your NFTs up on your wall if they're all 2D or if you have 3D NFTs, you can place them in random places in your in your room. So when people are coming into your portal, it's a completely customized experience. Um, using these nfts and digital assets that you've purchased you know in the past two three years wow okay yeah it's it's hard for me to process this a little bit because i legitimately have never seen something like this i'm thinking of with these portals you know you have the positive experiences of like uh you know being in somebody's house being at a concert being in an event that you couldn't attend and be able to see what it's like but i come from a journalistic background and i know that sometimes one of the hardest things in journalism is to try and describe what a place is like in terms of um, what is happening on the ground or what is necessary and what's needed through words or a picture or even video. Video can be limited. But I'm trying to imagine, you know, not to get too grim or dark here, but like, you know, you give somebody a 360 camera and they're in a situation where they need help and it becomes very, very real to people who want to donate or help a cause in some way because you can legitimately and uh, live the experience, which is has not been possible um, until now. That is something that I'm thinking of. That could be a, there's like a, an interesting um, kind of human rights sort of charity thing uh, to this as yep. well, which maybe you guys have not thought of, uh, but it, it, the technology is there. So I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying mostly to, to steer this towards, yep. towards positive stuff because it's a little bit more fun, but I just, I just wanted to compliment you both on how legitimately interesting I find this because I haven't seen anything like it before. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're... Oh, go ahead, Andy. Yeah, yeah, and the great thing is that, you know, you don't necessarily need to have a 360 camera because even on your iPhone, there's a panoramic, um, that you can do a panoramic photos also that iPhones, like, support. And then so with that, you could take that image and upload it directly from our mobile app into your portal. So now somebody actually walk in and see your living room or your wherever you're at. Yeah, and um, kind of just to touch on what you just mentioned, Nathan, um, our, our whole goal is to create something for content creators. You know, our, our goal is to create like a, a space, especially in the Web3 space for people who, who are good at creating things, you know, hey, you know, here's a place where you can use a portal in a 360 environment, whether that be a real place or a digital, like, you know, there's there's 3D digital artists too, um, 360. And you can do, you can kind of bring your creations to life. And also, you know, kind of, to, again, to touch on what you just mentioned, yeah, there's some people who, who feel like they need to share their experiences in a way that they couldn't before, because, you know, let's face it, there's not a lot of, places that host a, a, a legitimate 360 live streaming service. And if they do host it, like YouTube has it, but it's not really immersive because you're kind of sitting in front of your screen and you're clicking your mouse to drag, you know, around to look around. But, you know, with our with our app, you can use your phone and you're using your phone to turn around to look at where, you know, in, in a 360 degree field of vision, what the person who's hosting the portal is doing. And so um, it's just a level of immersion and, um, that, that we're trying to, we're trying to hit upon and, and just allow these, um, these really creative people to, to kind of have like a, like a little playground. Yeah. And I, I, I was trying to think about, um, just a couple of minutes ago, you know, usually for a crypto project, 
not that every crypto project isn't unique because it has unique founders and people that believe in it and uh, people that are working on the project. But almost every crypto project is a derivative of something else before. And I, I was wondering, Uni or David or both of you, I can't think of any competitors that you'd have in this space right now. Because you mentioned YouTube 360, uh, Uni, but uh, until you mentioned that, I'd forgotten that that even exists. So I don't, if something, if something isn't like widely known enough to be used or to be mentioned, I guess I don't really consider it a competitor. Who, who would be your competitors in this space, in the crypto world? Um, so um, there's some there's for AR. So we use a lot of augmented reality to showcase your NFT. So maybe our, our competitor could be somebody like Vivi. But what Vivi does is it it only you have to buy the NFTs that they present to you, like the Spider Man, the Batman. But what's different for ours is that it's the NFT that you bought. It could be a board ape, but it could be any other NFT that you purchase, and it's the NFT that you own in your wallet. You know, so it's not it's not the NFT that you purchase through a platform, right? Oh. Um, so that's that's it as far as like augmented reality, augmented reality wise. Three sixty, yeah. Um, we don't. There's probably no big player yet as far as three sixty um, immersive experiences, and we hope to capture that that market and become that platform, known platform where you could come in, you could use teleport and go to different live events. You know, it could be a crypto expo, it could be you know, it could be a, even a high school basketball game, something like that. You know, whoever you're you're following, um, that what you're interested in. It, um, you know, it could be a, a chef cooking in his kitchen. You you walking in there, and you're looking over his shoulders because it's a more immersive experience. And you you can look around his kitchen and see what pots and pans that he's using, knives he's using. You know, um, so that's kind of like the experience we want to give our users. That you could, you know, it could be an education, and you know, like you're saying, it could be a charity. You know, um, where you know you're you're in Africa, wherever it is, and then you know, somebody could walk in there and. Um, and see what you know what you're doing uh, for that community. Yeah, and um, you know, just to add on to, um, in terms of like crypto projects, I think we we've tackled this a little differently in the sense that you know, uh, uh, if you're in the NFT space, you know that typically what happens is they they give you an idea, you know, you do your due diligence, you you do your deep dives, you decide, okay, is this project viable? You know, do I want to uh, get on this? Do I want to grind for this whitelist? Do I want to make a purchase? Do I want to support this community? You know, it's it's it all starts from an idea. And they are they're crowdfunding it basically. But what we've done is, you know, we've worked on this app for what three, two, three years now, Looney. Like we we've put our blood, sweat, and tear equity into this. We put the app out. Like we have an app. If you go to our website, you can download the test flight. And I think we should be uh, actually launching publicly on the App Store on Android um, soon. Um, and and we've we've put a product out first before even going into you know, any of that kind of, hey, you know, we need funding. No, we have a product that's actually viable. And, um, you know, we're an app platform first. We have NFT offerings, but that's not kind of like, that wasn't our our, our point of attack. And, and that's kind of like for us, um, the, the big differentiator between us and a lot of other NFT projects. Yeah, I can see that. I'm, I'm, I'm browsing your website as I'm listening to, to both of you talk about this and it, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody trying to call in there. That wasn't from me. Um, another thing that I saw, so yeah, you definitely do have a viable product. It looks 
it looks pretty interesting from the gallery to the portals to the teleport. NFTs are only just one part of it out of one of five. Um, something that I noticed here was that it says here that there are 99,999 portals and portals are identified by a five-digit code uh, similar to a zip code. So a natural question that I think people would have is, so wait, are there a, are there a limited number of portals that you can make or interact or do they change all the time or what is what is this that i'm reading about a cap limit maybe yeah. on portals could you explain that yeah so for for initially our portals would have 99,999 portals and those are uh, five digit numeric addresses like you know 00239 um so those could be like a genesis um we do possibly in the future have planned to become um also um, letter characters also that we could open up more, but in the, in the beginning, the Genesis is going to have only about hundred thousand portals. So and and, and you know because we're Web three, we want we want to we want to give the ownership to the users. So that's why it, it, the port itself is a NFT that you own, and once you own that, you can resell it on a secondary market like Open Seas, wearable, um, or or directly in our marketplace also. So, so you could you could own the portal, create the metaverse, build the stuff in there, you know, make it popular, or have a good address, and then you could resell it. That is super fascinating. That to me reminds me of like being a little kid when you'd watch like these fantasy movies, and they'd be on like a treasure hunt to find a portal because this portal is you know it's out of the way or it's guarded by a certain person or whatever. So what you're saying is by making them an NFT. Uh, you know, by making them particular, yep. they're only one of one. Somebody could create, yep. I don't know, let's say like the, the digital equivalent of Shangri-La or like some like amazing utopia that everybody digitally wants to get in. But if you own that and you limit access to it, then it really does become exclusive until somebody makes like another version of it. But, you know, as yep. we know in the NFT space, just because you make a board ape yacht club, just because you copy yep. and save doesn't mean that it's the same thing and people recognize that. So... Yep. And the great thing is that our portal, you um, and with our port token, is that you uh, with port token you could you could buy NFTs or tickets that will give you access to these portals. So you could actually make a portal private or public. And if you make it private, you could say like you need to have this NFT collection to enter my portal. So so uh, NFT collection, let's say a board eight for example, you need to have a board eight to enter this portal zero zero one two three for example. And then when you when you're in that portal, you could chat with the the, pe the people in those portals. That is crazy. That's kind of blowing my mind to process that. So what you're saying is, David, I already couldn't get into the club because there was a bouncer there with the little red velvet rope, and now I got to have a board ape. Um, no, I, I get it. This isn't. Could you charge admission? Like, could you say like yeah. it's ten Doge yeah. to enter or something like that? Yeah. So it'd be like it'd be like ten ten ports port tokens. So you could buy, you can have port tokens, um, you know, so uh, like a, a one-time fee, pay 10 port tokens to enter this event. That is yeah, so our, our economy all revolves around port tokens. So you need port tokens to purchase portals. You need port tokens to purchase any additional assets. You need port tokens. If you're charging an entrance fee, it'll be port tokens. And then, um, and yeah. that's kind of like what, what is uh, kind of being circulated. <laughs> or, or vice versa. If you're a portal owner, you can also reward people to go into your portal. Yeah. And then you, yes. you know, give people port tokens. So now, and then, and once you earn these port tokens, 
So our port tokens also have a reward system where you could like, if you share content, you can earn port tokens or you interact with NFTs or with portals. And once you earn these port tokens, you then can redeem it for uh, digital assets, NFTs or products in our marketplace. Interesting. So, and will you be able to, you know, so I understand that, yes, port tokens are, are the, the token of the economy because it's, uh, yep. it's an exclusive economy. But kind of going back to what I said, will you have to be able to swap into those port tokens are, as of right now? I know that in the future, surely this would so, be. This would be so, um, so, yeah. So technically right now, our marketplace, we actually support NERC20. But, what, but currently launching, we're initially only limiting for port tokens in our marketplace. You know, we have the option to open up to other ERC-20 tokens like like ApeCoin and things like that. Sure. Yeah, I, I think what I was getting at was like um, yep. like my primitive example of like, I don't know, let's just say I only have Dogecoin. I don't know why you'd only have Dogecoin, yep. but no shade, to the, no shade to the Doge lovers. <laughs> but I really wanted to get into this, right? I would, it would yeah. be tough right now for me to find even a DeFi exchange where I could probably do, uh, do Doge to port. So do you, in, like in the future, do you have plans to do like, like swaps where no matter what token somebody has from you know, Bitcoin to Solana, they'd be able to swap into port and immediately start using the ecosystem? So we, 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 we start um, you port, um, porting our, bridging our port tokens to other blockchain. Um, like you no know, Solana um, or or even like um, Polygon and BNB chain, so you could use port tokens in there, and then and in the future, we'll most likely have port tokens in different different dexes, right? Like Uniswap or Pancake Swap, Sushi Swap, where you could then swap those your Doge or whatever for port tokens. Gotcha. Yeah, and that and that and that makes a lot of sense. I feel like every chain, no matter what. Um, the word is what is it? Uh, interoperability. Uh, every chain, every chain, no matter what it is, um, you know, B- Bitcoin is the most liquid. You can pretty much trade Bitcoin for almost anything. And uh, I feel like the goal in five years, we're going to look back on some of these conversations, and yeah. just the fact that I even asked that is going to seem kind of silly, but it's I mean, it's yeah, the reality I mean, now. I mean, we're at Bitmark. We're trading with USDT, so you know, if you have Doge. Go, go trade it for USDT and then go buy some ports. Right? <laughs> That's true. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. So, um, have we, gentlemen, have we gone over all of the ways that we can utilize port tokens? I know that we can use port, port tokens to like gain entrance to a port, to set up a port, to um, to uh, to make sure that your NFTs are in there. Like, can we just go exhaustively? Like, what exactly can we use port tokens for that we m- might not have gone over? Um, so really, uh, the, um, the real big utility of Port Token is to redeem or purchase assets that you could use um, in our app. So you could, you know, you could buy th- uh, a portal, or you could buy 3D assets that you could use. Um, you know, it'd be like a GLB file that you could use in our augmented reality. And the great thing is that, that these GLB files you also could later use in other metaverses also that support GLB files. So most metaverses nowadays support GLB files for like. To um, you know, to use for the 3D models, um, and then our port token, you know, like we said, um, we're, we're doing an expo, Web Web3 expo, in, in Las Vegas, October 10th to 13th, where where the attendees would download our app and then would go around the convention and then scan different logos, different brand logos, and when they do that, a video could pop up or animation could pop up. They would learn about that brand, then they would earn port tokens. 
And once they earn that port tokens, then they can redeem for prizes. Um, you know, so one is access to, to different content, you know, two is reward, and then three is redeem. Very cool. Nice to have a little three-part list right there. And I wish you guys success yeah. in Vegas. I, uh, I was recently there a couple of weeks ago for the first time, and it's uh, Vegas is almost like a metaverse in itself. I, I couldn't believe that it was real. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be very interesting um, to see how yeah. people take that. Um, do you know where, I guess the expo will be in the Las Vegas Convention Center? No, it's actually going to be at the Wynn Hotel. Oh. And we have like big, we have big name speakers like uh, Mr. Wonderful. Kevin oh, Kevin O'Leary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kevin O'Leary, Brock, uh, Brock Pearson, Brock Pierce, and Brock Pierce, um, you know, other big speakers. So the conference itself is actually a Web3 expo for, for people that's in the financial field or investors that want to get into Web3 or learn more about, you know, um, metaverses and crypto web three so that's that's what the conference is mainly geared towards wow fascinating no i was i was actually at the win uh playing poker for a little bit and i was in uh, in the green a hundred dollars so we're going to try and keep it that way um, <laughs> but, but yeah yeah las vegas itself it, i almost feel like las vegas is like a like a metaverse it's it's yeah, just it it's like it's very uh, crazy and colorful and kind of fake in a way but yeah, we won't we won't talk about that. We uh, we go on that for an hour. My, you know, my next thing that I'm looking at here on your website that seems super fascinating is the Teleport Founders Club. What is the Teleport Founders Club? Yes, so the, the Teleport Founders Club is an NFT collection. So it's it's twenty five thousand of three D model bunnies. So with that bunnies, we get access to like early features in the app. So so when we started, the founders the the founders, the TFC owners, uh, holders who had early access to our mobile app, like, you know, in our test flight. Um, and also just this weekend on Sunday, we airdropped port tokens to our um, TFC ho holders. Um, and then um, the, the Founders Club also will have um, access to future NFTs that's going to be like exclusive NFTs that's in our marketplace or, or even physical products like, you know, merchandises that hats and shirts that we'll have on our marketplace. Fascinating. Uni, what, what, what was kind of like, why make the Teleport Founders Club? Is it just to, to give people exclusive access and, and rewards? Or is it because uh, the name sounded cool because it's always cool to be part of a Founders Club or a Members Club? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, really, it's because, like, you know, our, our platform is to showcase your NFTs. And then that way, you know, with a Founders Club, we automatically give you a 3D model. So, you know, a 3D model looks a lot cooler than just a regular 2D image or picture, right? So we also support 2D images or videos that you could pop up and place on, on top of, like, say, um, Times Square, things like that. But with the 3D model, you could, like, you know, uh, make it scale higher and move it. It just looks a lot cooler. Um, and then we support, and we, we, we decided on bunnies just because, like, bunnies, it hops around, and so you can hop around to different portals and things like that. So that's why we choose bunnies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it kind of looked like, to be honest, we were inspired by like um, bare brick, so it's like a bare brick bunny looking. I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I, I just wanted to add to that. Um, the reason we wanted the, the, one of the main motivations too was to give people a three D asset versus, you know, there was a lot of NFT projects at the time that were like, oh, we'll give you a three D looking image. It's still an image at the end of the day, but here we have an actual three D model. 
that um, once you know we have plans to integrate uh, with Unreal uh, Engine in the future, where then now you can warp into your portal as your 3D bunny, walk around as your 3D bunny, and people can see you as your 3D bunny. So it's kind of like a, it was our kind of like introduction into like, hey, you know, if you don't have any 3D assets and you believe in our project, you know, grab a Teleport Founders Club bunny and, you know, you're all set up to go once we're ready to, you know, launch our, our Unreal Engine, you know, metaverse metaverses. And so um, that was kind of also another another element to to why we decided to go with like a three an actual 3d model and, and instead of just like a an image it now it now um makes sense why one of your guys's avatars is the bunny i didn't realize that these this collection is on open sea right now i'm browsing it here on open sea and it basically looks like cool little lego bunny dudes like that's that's what keeps coming to mind yeah, exactly and then we're hoping to add more to it right so you know that you could that bunny could hold a sword or a shield and later you'll be able to battle with things like that. So that's kind of like our roadmap, our goal in the future is to have that. The uh, the early adopter fight club is what it's going to turn out to be, just with, uh, with, with little bunnies. The first rule, David, about early adopter fight club is we don't talk about early adopter fight club. So we're going to have to move on to the next question. Very interesting, yeah. So anybody who wants to look at that, the Teleport Founders Club, that is on OpenSea.io. Um, and it looks like they've got 229 on there right now. I think you said you're going to make more, David or Uni. But you can still, yeah, yeah you can still find that, um, all the links from that on teleport.eco. You know, I've never, yeah, I've never seen a .eco uh, domain name. What is, is that, is that? So it, it, it's really meant for, e um, um, so ECO for us is like teleport ecosystems. We, we want to build an ecosystem, you know, so, so our platform is, you know, a whole ecosystem of um, immersive experiences and content and, you know, Web3. So that's why we decided .ECO, and it's also available. .com's not available, right? It's expensive. We were going to be one like <laughs> Yeah, who, who, own, who owns teleport.com? <laughs> I think it's just parked right now. There's nothing there. So maybe in the future. So. Interesting. Yeah, I remember hearing Michael Saylor talk about that, where he said in the late 1990s or mid-1990s, he bought up a bunch of domain names for, you know, a hundred bucks, something like that a piece and ended up spending yeah. thousands of dollars over like a decade or so just keeping them parked. But he's, he was able to sell a bunch of them for millions yeah. and millions of dollars. Of course, he still owns hope.com, which is a, a big Bitcoin website. So, and other ones related to that. So yeah, teleport founders club. Very cool. We've gone over the teleport portals. We've talked about port tokens. Um, oh, I know something that I wanted to ask you guys. So, your NFTs and a large part of your ecosystem is built upon Ethereum, which I'm sure for the last two years, maybe people were giving you some grief about because Ethereum was using a lot of energy yeah. as a proof of work system and all that. Now, I know that yep. because the merge went through, that doesn't mean that it gets faster. It doesn't mean that it immediately scales. You know, things like that are still promised in the future. But I'm interested in both of you guys' opinion on you must have kind of been ecstatic when the proof of stake stuff successfully happened because You've built an ecosystem on this, and now you can add that as one of your benefits. It might be faster. It might, you know, um, it might scale better now, you know, six months to a couple of years in the future. So I'm interested in your guys' thoughts about that since you're yep. building on Ethereum. Well, yeah, so, yeah, we're initially on Ethereum. However, we're exploring, like, other layer tools like, you no know, Polygon and Evo X, um, and also sidechains. So especially a BNB chain, so really interesting BB chain. We see, like, you know, 
their their um, their chain would be great for our ecosystem. Um, so we're looking at different side chain or even other protocols, you know, like near and things like that. Um, and we already, like I said, we, uh, we already started like bridging some of our assets to these other chain that you could use <coughs> this other chain also. Um, so, so we're on Ethereum right now, but we're not limited to be on Ethereum. Um, and the thing is that we, we actually support NFTs on other blockchain. So um, if you connect your Flow wallet or Solana wallet, we also pull those NFTs also, or even BNB, um, BNB chain NFTs, um, Polygon NFTs. And we're looking to support even more uh, blockchain NFTs. So any NFTs out there, you know, when you connect your wallet, then now you can showcase your, your digital assets on our application. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's good that you're exploring other chains because like I said, you know, in the future, I feel like the word is just going to be interoperability. But yep. in, in case you guys aren't aware, you know, I, I think that a thriving NFT ecosystem um, that people continually do not pay attention to, even though it gets better and better and better every single day, is uh, Cardano NFTs. And uh, super fast, super energy efficient, and there's a lot of kind of crazy creative people building on that, and I just never hear about it. So I I, I explore it. I had a colleague tell me about yeah. it, and um, so I feel like this would be right up the Cardano alley. And I think that you'll find the yeah. Cardano community is extremely kind and uh, and helpful. So in case yeah, you're looking to explore another chain, oh no, definitely. And and you know, and the reason why we chose Ethereum was this was like a year and a half, two years ago was. You know, the Ethereum NFT was like the largest NFT market, right? So it, it's just natural for us to support on Ethereum initially. But now, like you said, there's other chain out there that's more effective or efficient that we're exploring. Sure. Yeah. In, 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 the, in the same way that Bitcoin was, uh, you know, the first cryptocurrency and now there are other competing currencies that you could use ethereum was really the first smart contract slash nft platform and yep. it, it does not have to be doesn't have to be the only one it could be it, it's still yep. probably going to be the main one the gold standard but um i've just noticed yeah that cardano is really really doing making some moves there i've heard excellent things about solana as well but my problem with yep. solana is that the network seems to go down like every two weeks yeah <laughs> So hopefully they'll fix that. Hopefully that's just growing pains. I'm not going to throw any shade on them. But yeah, um, we yeah we yeah we're already looking supporting Solana already, where you could connect your Phantom wallet and we'll pull the NFTs and you could showcase it on our augmented reality. Excellent, excellent. So guys, why, why don't I end with this kind of last general broad question, and then we'll try and take some questions from the audience for either stuff that I didn't think of or that stuff that doesn't come to my mind yet, um, and you know. We can, uh, we can have some fun there. How's that sound? Sounds good. All righty. So when we think about the next six months to one year of teleport, and the reason why I choose that time frame is because six months to a year in crypto land could be like five to ten years in the real world. You know, so much can change. You guys you said that you've been um, building this for approximately two years, but it probably has felt like 20 years in terms of what you've, yeah. what you had to do. Um, it's, it's just the way it is. Time is different in crypto land. When we look at the upcoming roadmap for teleport in the next six months to one year, what are you planning on doing? What are your hopes? What are you maybe trying to, to anticipate might happen in the market? Just what is the roadmap for that time frame? And Uni and David, you can both respond. Yep. yep. So, 
So off the bat, you know, we're, we need to put our app on iOS App Store and get the APK for Android and also be on Google Play. So that's that's coming within like the next month or a few weeks. Um, and then we have our big Web3 Expo that's at uh, Las Vegas. So that that for that for us that that's show how how to use our application at live events. And we'll probably have portals where you can walk in and see either live or recorded 360 videos of the event. So you feel like you're at that expo if you can't make it. Um, and then allow, allow brands to have to scan their their logos um, at the at the attendee scan the brand's logo at the events and rewarding users with port tokens and then redeeming it on marketplace. Um, and then we're looking to add more 360 live. So we, we're really going to push 360 live uh, functionality and features. So for example, um, here in Los Angeles, every Friday there's an event called Crypto Fridays. Um, you know, we're hoping to partner with them where they'll have a 360 camera in there. They, they could go live and you know, either you're not in Los Angeles, you could attend that event from across the country or across the world. Um, so we want to do more events, um, live events. We're exploring um, supporting other other blockchain, especially NFTs. You know, right now we're currently support um, Solana, Flow, BNB Chain, Ethereum, Polygon. So we're looking at looking more like you know Cardano, um, near other NFTs. Um, we're looking at um, layer two or possibly have our own teleport chain. You know, maybe. Um, side chain so that way um, you know the gas fees and things like that is more efficient and cheap um, so most likely we'll have our own chain um, and then um, yeah that's that's probably our, our main um, roadmap right now and um, we're looking at um, allow users to create their own metaverses that they could put into the portals so have, have our own UI where you could drag and drop build your metaverse, and now that metaverse is inside the portal. So we're we're, we're looking we're looking to build that. Um, and the cool thing right now we have is that uh, it's not officially launched yet, but is that you could pop up like a, a pop up store or pop up museum, a three D model, and you could you could resize it, make it large, and now you actually could walk into that that museum, the three D model, and walk around look at the different paintings and click on that painting and go to open seas or if it's a product, go to the different uh, stores, Amazon, Shopify, wherever. So that's kind of like our next six months. And and we're looking at opening up our SDK API to allow people to have portals on their website or in their application and on, on their app. So, you know, we're we want to be as decentralized as possible. So for us to do that, we want to have we'll be able to open up, um, allow other people to build on top of our platform. Very cool. Um, yeah. Well, I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear opinions from both of you about like. So that's nice to know the roadmap. But like, maybe I don't know. Hopes, hopes, and dreams for. Like I said, you've you've built this for two years. You somebody doesn't. Uh, I'm trying to think about the last thing that I focused two years on yeah. other than like my health and fitness. So yeah. like usually when you're concentrating on something for two years, you have hopes and dreams around it. And I just want to hear from both of you, like what do you, you don't just build this. Sure. There's a financial incentive to build it. It's, it's, if people use it, it's like any other product or service that the market deserves to reward it. But there has to be, you know, what is like the broader vision for this, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. 
Yeah, I mean, I think um, one of the things is just kind of um, partnerships with with established companies and brands. So, like, you know, uh, one of the things that we've we've realized in talking with a lot of people is just the use case, like the 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 it kind of is, it, the, the use case for our, our our app and our project is so broad that it's kind of like almost up to the the person creating like there's not there's a, there's there's very little limitations and so you know i i think for at least you know from my perspective is just being able to partner with brands like you know i don't know if you guys have seen the new sonic movies but you know their whole their whole concept of the ring you know they toss sonic tosses the ring and he gets to warp anywhere he's imagining and i feel like that would be a huge kind of partnership for us like you know you can throw a portal down and then just like sonic portal into just another another part of the world another you know universe and um you know just getting getting kind of that 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 um those sort of partnerships and and those sort of um assets to to let people kind of play around with um would be would be huge you know we've we've been talking with um you know a lot of big companies you know some some i don't know if we're allowed to talk about but you know having having all of this kind of fall into place like all all the work that you know uni's been doing on on the on the development side and you know all the all the business side stuff that um you know that we've been we've been doing and talking with all these people having all of that kind of fall in place and kind of fall fall like dominoes would be just amazing to see yeah most definitely <clears throat> that and interesting Sonic reference there. I'd forgotten about that. I, I grew up playing Sonic on the, uh, I forget which Sega Genesis, but some form of the Sega Genesis. So I know exactly what you're talking about there. It, it, I almost thought too, I was like, a teleport reference would be um, uh, Super Mario, where he's going down the pipes and you're literally like, I guess it's not technically ter- teleporting because the pipes all connect to each other if you want to get you know super technical but in a, in a sense i mean come on it's teleporting right <laughs> especially to a kid and especially when you look at how far he's going away on those maps but yeah something interesting like that you're right i hadn't thought about that because i i frankly i just don't keep up with augmented reality or virtual reality um not because i get motion sickness or anything like that it's just not one of those huge interests of mine but when you put it like this and when you're telling me that the augmented reality is linked up with NFTs and that unique NFT could be me going into an exclusive space on this mobile app, I mean, my interest is is peaked because I think about, you know, I joked that it's like, oh, I already can't get into the exclusive spaces in the real world. Now I'm not going to be able to get into them in the digital world. But that's not necessarily true. It, it's almost... Um, this might be an odd reference here, but I, I almost think about like in the 1950s, we had subcultures in the USA, like the beatniks, and then which eventually became the hippies, people that were kind of on the fringes, that they had their own spaces where things were going on, where they were very creative, where they made stuff happen, and you got introduced to people that you just simply would have never been able to meet anywhere else. And I almost think about like how this could be the digital equivalent of that, right? It's It's almost, it's almost like if you've ever been on... Um, you know, any of the social platforms, but particularly I'm thinking about like someplace like Reddit or something like that, that's like a little bit more anonymous until somebody willingly gives their information, even though there's a lot of nonsense and crazy people online uh, because there's open access, there is always still the ability to like meet your new best friend, right? It's like how many stories do we have since the internet was invented about people meeting their best friends, lovers, you know, husbands and wives, business partners online at first because they were just in the same space, and 
those were 2D spaces. Those were mostly text or, you know, up until recently, video-based spaces. And now I'm thinking about this as like a whole nother level to where, like, I'm, I'm almost thinking about like a digital cocktail party or something like that. And that's just one of perhaps hundreds or thousands of examples. So Yeah, it works. Yeah, and we're excited to like um, also support like AR glasses, you know. So not necessarily be on your mobile app, but it, you, you could be AR glasses, and then you could pop up a portal and walk in to a you know a whole different world, right? That yes, that is interesting. I remember when Google Glass tried to come out and they weren't successful. I, I'm I haven't stayed up to date on that. Are they are they getting much better? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Apple is coming out with their own glasses soon. So you know, we're looking at uh, different. It, you know, I, I even see like. Um, um, AR contact lenses, though, you know, so it's going to be a whole crazy different war out there. Ooh, AR, <laughs> AR contact lenses sound even more uncomfortable than regular contact lenses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it just, it wouldn't want those to short out or shock me in my eyes. Thankfully, I don't need vision uh, correction yet. We're fingers crossed. We'll eat some more carrots. All right, guys. So I think we've gone over a, a good smattering. We've gone for about 45 minutes here about teleport the teleport NFTs, the port tokens, how it's kind of this unique metaverse that you have a mobile app for, it's augmented reality. We've gone over the basics here. Let's, yep. unless you guys have anything to add real quick um, that I haven't gone over or that you just have a burning desire to tell me, let's take some audience questions. Sounds good. Okay. All right. I see David Real. You've been very patient here. David, I'm going to add you as a speaker. And you can ask Uni or David a question, or both of them a question. So we'll hopefully you'll pop up here in one second. Hey, David, are you there? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, David. Yep, you can ask Uni or uh, David a question. Yeah. Um, well, my question is um, just something basic. Um, you know, um, in making partnerships, you know. Um, I would say it's not just about um, the partnership, but it's making I mean, strategic um, partners, you know. So, um, you know, what partners do you have, you know, that are your advisors and what partners function like a form of DAO, you know, to your project? That's it. Okay. I, I, don't, know if, I don't know if both of you guys got that, um, but uh, it's essentially David wants to know what partnerships do you guys have now that maybe you could share and... Um, what are they currently helping you with? I believe that's what David got it. Yes. So, um, yeah. So we're looking right now. We're working with different um, artists, so like even street artists, and also different influencers. Um, you know that we're working with to onboard them. So that way, when um, that they could create content for different portals. Um, you know, um, we're, we're looking at working with different even like rest restaurants. Um, Mostly here right now, currently in around Los Angeles, Orange County area, because we're we're based out here in LA area in the US. Yeah, basically, we're we're trying to um, our our first point of attack is just to fill uh, our 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 app with content. So as a, you know, a user who may not have any NFTs and you're just kind of curious, you know, it's kind of like if you went to Instagram, right. And then you try to look for stuff on the discover page and there's not that much stuff. Right. So we're trying to make sure that that discover page or for, or that landing page has a lot of cool content for people to experience, whether it be art, whether it be, um, a 360 experience, whether it be kind of like an e 
east like a or a, like an e-commerce store just for like just we're trying to find um content creators as well as brand partners to to fill um our 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 ecosystem with so yeah, once, once you're jumping in yeah and yeah and it's for partnership for like um for like live events where we're targeting more for like um crypto events or like web3 events so uh, for example mm -hmm. the web3 expo we're doing in vegas we have we have another partnership with um metaverse um metacon that's going to be um uh, april next year um we have another um uh, crypto crypto expo here in um, um anaheim convention center in orange county in anaheim in the la area so we're looking to partner with more you know expos and conventions so that way um one is that you know these are these are people that's in the crypto space that they know about meta metamasses or you know trust wallet that they that they and NFTs that they could connect and use our application immediately. And then two is to, sh to be able to showcase it, how to use our app, um, you know, at, at these, um, because so for example, um, ourselves in this Web3 Expo, we have a 20 by 30 foot feet booth that's gonna be an expo, so we'll be exhibiting. And then in our booth, we have our, our brand partnership. So one brand partnership we partner with is um, Backpack Boys. So Backpack Boys, they have a, they have a um, board eight, which is kind of like the Snoop Dogg uh, Board 8 um, that they, they use for the cannabis space. And then, uh, so in, in that expo, we'll be showcasing their NFTs and their their vision of their metaverses that they're looking to build also and how to incorporate into our portals. Um, so brands like that we're, we're working with. I love that name, the Backpack Boys. I have not heard of that. That's... <laughs> 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 It also kind of sounds like a barbershop quartet. Um, yeah. The Backpack Boys. I wish them well. All right. So thank you, David, for that amazing question. I'm going to remove you from the speakers now. Um, and guys, you know, David did such a good job at asking that question. I, uh, I forgot to mention, I kind of lay down the ground rules that I usually do when people ask questions. And that is, one, please speak English. So, David, thank you for doing that. Two, be in a quiet space. Three, um, we're here to discuss teleport port tokens, teleport NFT, all that good stuff. Uh, please don't come on here and talk about like your project or show your project because I'm just going to mute you and block you. And in the same way, David and Uni are my guests here. Um, I won't tolerate them being insulted or you know having you say anything bad because once again, I'm just going to mute you and block you. We're uh, here to have an interesting and fun conversation. So as long as you can abide by that, we'll be okay. All right, Kenny, uh, or Keen, I'm going to add you as a speaker now, and you can ask David or Uni a question here in a second. Hey, can you hear me? Hey, yeah, we can hear you, Keen. All right. Um, I wanted to ask about the teleport portals. It's a collection of about um, 99,999 NFT, um, NFT collectibles, right? Yes, correct. Yes. So, um, is there a limitation to the amount of um, portals any wallet can mint? Is there any limitation to that? I, I believe I believe our mint. I think we max uh, wallet can hold up to twenty. I believe right now. So, if, oh. you, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then I was thinking: is is there a way for um, portal owners? Um, the collectible owners to um, interact with themselves? Is there a way for them to know themselves? Like, okay, if I have a friend that owns a portal, so I know, okay, 
or maybe I, I just mean is there a way for um portal owners to engage each other to interact to know that yeah i own a portal this guy also owns a portal like is there um, a community of portal owners so basically yeah so that's great that's all. um that's we do have a, a channel on discord for Talkport founders club but you know we can actually that, that, that's definitely a great idea we could open up a channel just for portal owners so that portal owners could ask questions how how i could create different metaverses or add 360 images and videos so um you know um you know that, that's something we'll, we definitely could add immediately um you know thank you for that suggestion you know that's that's awesome yeah and then um also on the app um you can add people like let's say you hop into a portal and you think that guy's portal is really cool and you want to kind of just pick his brain about how you did that you guys can add that portal owner as a friend and then you guys can direct you guys can either direct message or comment say hey i checked out your portal it's really dope can we you know what's your twitter handle can we send some some communication that way so if you're in our app um app space you can also add add people who who have portals that you like and then um just like instagram you can filter out like i only want to see portals from people i'm friends with or get updates from from that okay okay that makes sense yeah, Thank so you join, very yeah, much. So, yeah, so join our Discord, and, you know, um, we'll, we'll have our, our our Discord moderator and stuff like that create a channel just for portal owners. And like our Teleport Founders Club, we it's token gated, so we, you know, we have to have, you have to be the owner to be able to be, be part of that channel. So it's a yeah. closed channel. Um, and then, I mean, it's, it's actually, you know, we'll all, if you have any questions on how to create stuff, stuff like that, you, you could definitely put it on our Discord, and um, we'll answer questions there, you know, also. So it doesn't have to be just exclusively for portal owners right you know we'll keep it open yeah that that is a really good suggestion you know so i we always get something productive out of these <clears throat> twitter spaces other than just information and uh, that what you're kind of suggesting is almost like a yellow pages of portals which makes sense considering there are going to be yep. so many damn portals um yeah. that uh but you could even call it portal pages there you go i'll send yep. you my uh paypal uh, information there in a second <laughs> no but that's a really good idea because otherwise um i mean you could you're right you could filter it by location or attributes the same way that yeah. you filter nfts because they already filter nfts like that so if you want to if you only want to go to portals that are on the beach right you're like i just want to hang out yeah. on the beach that would make way more sense than trying to find that randomly very interesting okay yeah and then, yeah so when you create a portal you actually could like add tags and things like that and so that way, when people search, so you know your specific locations or different type of portals, um, we um, we have a, a portal screen, a tab in our app where it just lists all different portals, and from there you could search um, portals. Yeah, and you could also search by uh, by NFT collections. So you want to search only portals with a board ape inside, you could filter that way, or you know whatever whatever NFT project you're like. I only want to see portals that has this in it. And you can do it that way as well. Very cool. Oh, okay. So there you go. Yeah, thank you for asking stuff. the uh, thank you for asking the question, King. Yeah. All right, I'm going to remove you as speaker now, and we're going to go to Sufian and then King. It looks like so Sufian. I've added you as a speaker. Hopefully, you'll pop up here soon. Hey, Sufian, you should be there. Just got to unmute yourself. Hello. Hey, yeah, we yeah we can hear you. You can ask Unir David a question. Uh, my question is: Are NFTs 
decentralized like uh, bitcoin has no owner but uh, uh, people who post nfts their projects on different platforms uh, they belong to that specific owner so did you understand my question sure it's a it's just a generalized question you're asking unir david about whether they think that nfts are decentralized because they have owners yes but uh, bitcoin has no owner like uh, many many cryptocurrencies has no owner but bitcoin has owner and nfts belong to a specific person uh, who post uh, his nft on different platforms sure i guess interesting question unir david what do you think are nfts decentralized um, yes, I mean, yeah, you know, uh, it's, on, it's on the blockchain, and so, so with ours, is when you connect your wallet, so we, we, we look at that wallet and that chain, and then um, and that, that collection to pull your NFT, so 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 you can't create content with other people's NFTs, and then the great thing is that when you when you showcase your NFT using our augmented reality, and then when you record it, we actually put a watermark that says help for it on it, so now when we share it on other social media, you kind of have that, that that um, verification or that um, you know the check mark that says that this NFT is legit because it's connected with teleport and then teleport verify that this this NFT is owned by the person. Um, does that answer your question? Uh, I think you didn't understand my question. Okay. I'm saying I am saying Bitcoin has no honor. Like uh, the uh, the king of cryptocurrency doesn't belong to any person but like i have an nf like i am the owner of uh, project nft and i post my nft on a certain platform a specific platform like uh, opensea yep. uh, so i am owner of that project i yep. that that nft belong to me Oh, okay. Wait, I think I, I think I get what you're saying here, Sufyan. You're kind of wondering if they're truly decentralized in that if the teleport, let's say the teleport project, you know, unfortunately shuts down, would your NFT go away because they're the owner of that project? Uh, my understanding of that through blockchain is no, because just existing no, no. as a smart contract on the blockchain. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. Uh, David or Uni can't really control what you do yeah. with a teleport NFT once you have it. Um, and it is, and neither can you know the U.S. government or the EU or something like that. Once it's on the blockchain, it's on the blockchain. Just because they own the project and they've distributed it, um, doesn't mean that they can shut it down. I suppose if you started using teleport NFTs with their name and likeness for nefarious purposes, David and Uni would have. This hasn't been settled in the courts yet. They would have some precedent to say that you're impersonating them and they're that you're like you're not the project owner or creator but that has not i don't think that that's really happened yet in the blockchain space so and let's cross our fingers that it doesn't happen so yes in a roundabout way nfts are still decentralized um, because they're on the blockchain because even if you're an owner you can send them freely to whoever you want to they may not have market value people may not want them depending on the project or what is contained in the nft if people find the content offensive but nobody can control you from transacting on the Ethereum blockchain yet <laughs> or any other blockchain. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the answer and best of luck for your project. Absolutely, uh, thank Sufian. You. Thank you for the great question. All righty. King, hey, we're going to. 
we're going to add you here, King. And if, I just want to let you guys know, um, I have to hop off. I have another meeting, but Uni will still be here for any further questions. I appreciate your time, and it was a pleasure talking with you. Absolutely. No worries. I'm glad that you let me know that you had a hard out. We will only do a couple more questions here so as not to take up too much of David's time. All right. Uh, it's Uni that's staying. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm leaving right now. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Uni. Yeah. Okay. All right. King, you can ask Uni a question. Oh, all right. Thank you for the opportunity. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I want to ask, you know, um, social, normal regular social media like Instagram and the rest, they pay some content creators to post on their sites. So I want to ask, will you pay, do you, will you pay any content creator? Like, how will content creator end and how will you generate the revenue to pay them on your platform? You get yeah. a question? Yes, I, yeah, I got your question. Yeah, so so as far as like um, we are we're opening up like partnerships that we we were giving away portals and port tokens for for um, content creators to create content. Um, and then two is how we're generating revenue. We're actually working with brands. So so one of them is that um, we have where if brands want to showcase their uh, their their AR, um, like um, so. If, for example, this convention, if somebody have a logo and somebody scanned their um, their logo, a video would play. So based on number of scans and like that, um, brands are paying us to pretty much have like a, a engagement. So we have something what we're calling like the um, proof of interaction protocol, where this brand knows that the number of videos got played when somebody um, scanned their logo or or went to a location. You know, um, so like a GPS location, and when they went in front of a store, uh, uh, AR object pops up, and somebody click on it, and they earn port tokens. So, so, so brands would pay us for drive foot traffic to a location, and also to um, to showcase their videos or animation. Um, let's say like a movie poster. If um, you know, if you, if you scan an avatar, and and a three D avatar pops up that starts speaking about the movie, things like that. So. Um, and then so brands, stuff like that will pay us and then, and, and we, we take a portion of that revenue, give it back to creators. And then also our marketplace right now, our marketplace, we don't, we don't have any fees, but in the future we could charge fees for interacting with our marketplace. And then we could give that back to, um, to the content creators. Um, and what's exciting in the future is that we're looking at developing our own 360 cameras and that those become nodes. So once you turn that on, you automatically start earning tokens. So kind of like the Helium network, but same, same kind of concept is that where our 360 camera becomes node and becomes um, a way for content creators to go live and earn. Oh, all right, all right, thank you. So it's just like um, um, Google Ads and the rest, similar yeah. to Google Ads and the rest. Yeah, exactly, yeah, similar like, uh, you know, YouTube, YouTube, Google, stuff like that, you know, pay-per-click, pay-per-view, so, you know, there's already business models out there we're just incorporating into the web3 space okay okay all right thank you very much You're welcome sure yeah thank you for the great question and in the interest of time here <clears throat> since david has left uni let's do two more questions and then i'll close it up is that okay sure okay yep, no, yeah no let's let's try and choose some people that have been waiting here a while 
Uh, Bella, Bello Muhammad. I know I've seen you. You've been waiting here a while. So we'll get you in here to ask a question real quick. And then maybe Kidoki. You've also been in here for a while. Hey, so Bella, you should be here. Okay, hello. Good, good evening. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I have two questions. Uh, my first question is that uh, I need to know what are the vision and the mission of this, of this fan token photo? This is the first question. And the second question is that I need to know does this program support uh, staking? If yes, what are the requirements for this staking program? So that's all my question. Gotcha. And could you uh, mute yourself there, Bella? You got some background noise. Oh, okay, so the, the first question was that um, what's our vision? That- yeah, it was it was you know what's the what's the vision for uh, for teleport and port okay. tokens, and then the second one he wanted to know was about staking, staking available, staking, staking requirements. Okay, okay, sure. Um, yeah, so our, our vision is that, you know to connect millions of people um, all across the, the, the world, where where you don't have to be there physically, you can walk in portals, and then you also. You know, our, our thing is to have utility for these NFTs that are collections that are being created. You know, right now, when you when you buy NFTs, there's not much utility. You know, our, our platform uh, hopes to have more add, the added value to these NFT collections that you own, the digital assets you own. And then as far as staking, you know, we're actually on BitMark. BitMark's going to open up staking soon for us that you could actually stake your port token in on BitMark. Um, and then... In the future, we're also looking at possible staking your Teleport Founders Club also, that you could earn port tokens by owning a Teleport Founders Club. Um, so I hope that answers your question as far as staking. Gotcha. Yeah. And I had to, I'm sorry, I had to mute you there, Bello, because you had a, too much background noise going on. But uh, Uni has answered your questions there, so I'm going to remove you from the speakers here and go on to our last one, which is Kid Oki, I believe is how you pronounce it. Kid Oki? Hey, Kidoki, you should be there. You got to unmute yourself. Hello? Hey, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, okay. So uh, I think my, uh, my question, I have two questions. And I think first is something like the old one, the last one. Uh, what are the benefits of uh, holding the Teleporter Funders Club? And the second is, uh, I'm running several social clubs in the Iberian area, and I want to know if you have an ambassador program for the for this region. Thank you. I think of you understand. Okay. Um, so the first the first question was, what's the benefit of owning a public founders club? Yes. So the big bet. Yeah, the big benefit is actually if you look at our website and, and then click on the top there, Founders Club, um, if you look at our rewards there, you can see the list of the rewards. And the big rewards is actually going to be as we hit the different um, holders, Top Founders Club, we're actually airdropping port tokens to, at different milestones. So, for example, once we hit 1,000 Top Founders Club, we're actually airdropping 35,000 tokens to each of the holder. 
And once we hit 5,000, we're airdropping another 20,000. So by the time it's all done, you're accumulating about 100,000 port tokens, just owning a Teleport Founders Club. Oh, okay. And then, that, yeah, that would be benefit is also that, you know, you get early access to um, different NFT drops um, and merchandises and things like that that could be on our marketplace. And then the second question, I believe, was about region. Um, I, I didn't get which region was it. I'm sorry. In Portugal and Spain. Iberia. Spain. Oh, Spain. Yes. Oh, in Spain. Okay. Um, so we, we have a team that's right now that's currently in um, France, in Paris, that we're building up. Um, and then we're working with now a team that's also that could be in Germany. So we would love to explore Spain as, you know, another region location. Um, you know, um, if you... Um, yeah, if you join our Discord, um, you know, uh, our Discord mon uh, moderator, Kevin, stuff like that, could um, and create a support call. And then he could, um, you know, um, guide you towards of how to become uh, ambassador or leading a different region. Okay, thank you very much. Yep. Absolutely, and thank you for the great question. So, guys, that's going to be the end of questions here today we're going to be wrapping it up in the interest of time you heard that david had to hop off go to another meeting that's how popular teleport nft is i don't want to hold uni here because <clears throat> i know that he's probably got some stuff to do as well we've gone for an hour and some change here so that's usually good for these amas uh, once again my guests here have been uni and david who are the co-founders of teleport nft you can yeah. go visit them on the web at teleport.eco they're making nfts in augmented reality in the metaverse they've got their port tokens they've got their portals they've got a mobile app out you can teleport places you've heard it all in this conversation and in case you just jumped in or you came in in the middle don't worry i'm going to archive this on bitmart's podcast streams so that there is no way you can miss out on any of the information. And before I say goodbye to Uni here, I just wanted to remind you that if you're listening to these AMAs, you're part of an exclusive group of people that want to know information about the crypto market and crypto projects before anybody else. And so BitMart, of course, wants to reward you for that. We're giving away $1,000 in port tokens for 20 winners. All you have to do is follow at bitmart exchange and at teleport nft on twitter show them some love retweet the link where you found this spaces fill out the google form that we have attached and you'll be off to the races to win some of those sweet sweet port tokens uni closing yeah. remarks places you want people to find you burning desires um, that you haven't told me yet yeah, so one is, uh, no, thank you very much, uh, Nathan, for hosting. It's been awesome. Um, thank you for everybody that, uh, that's at this um, AMA on um, the space. Um, yeah, like, uh, no, like Nathan said, check us out at teleport.eco. That's the best place to uh, check out our products. And if you own iOS, you can download the test flight. Um, we should have our Android version coming soon. Um, and then um, join our Discord and our Telegram group. And then um, that's about it. Well, all righty then. Uni, it's been great talking to you. I'm sorry that I can't say goodbye to David here. Uh, he was a, he's a very important man, though. I understand he has to uh, he has to go to many meetings, and his uh, his apartment smells of rich mahogany. So, 
I'm just kidding. Make sure that you say goodbye to him for me as well. And thank you both for being on here and talking about everything NFTs, metaverse, and augmented reality. Um, Port tokens, I believe, are live on BitMart. I may be getting that slightly incorrect. Uh, Yes. That's correct. They're live on BitMart. So if you want them, and how could you not want them after this? You can just go to BitMart, swap USDT or other tokens for Port and be off to try this interesting new ecosystem. So thank you for being here with me, Uni, and I will say goodbye to everybody out there in crypto land. Bye, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Hello to everybody out there in crypto land. Did you enjoy that conversation? I know that I did. It's always interesting to learn more about crypto projects, NFTs, and what is going on in this very unique But now, we've got to get some legal stuff out of the way, all right? It's just the way that it is. So, I wanted to let you know that all opinions and actions expressed and undertaken by the hosts and guests are individual opinions and actions and do not reflect the views and actions of BitMart. BitMart does not guarantee the accuracy, applicability, reliability, integrity, performance, completeness, or appropriateness of this content. The value of digital currencies can go up or down, and there can be a substantial risk in buying, selling, holding, or investing in digital currencies. You should carefully consider whether trading or holding digital currencies is suitable for you based on your personal investment objectives, financial circumstances, and risk tolerance. BitMart does not provide investment, tax, or legal advice. Use of BitMart services is entirely at your own risk.